You're listening to the Feast Makari Legaspi podcast. We meet at 7.30 p.m. every Thursday night at the AIM Conference Center, Benavides Street, Legaspi Village, Makati City. Visit us at www.feastmakarilegaspi.com for more details. Blessed be your name. Rain or shine, it's blessing time. Amen? Rain or shine, it's miracle time. Amen? Rain or shine, it's growth time. Amen? Give them a round of applause. I know the Lord will bless you even more and I claim it will be double the blessing because you came amidst a very difficult weather situation. Amen? You traveled, you made a way, you're here. And I know God honors that. He honors your sacrifice and He will bless you. So know that God is here for that, for you. Amen? This morning, or actually this noon, some of your servants attended a Hillsong conference na long lunch in one of in Alabang. And and dami namin napulot na learnings. But the most good, the, the most powerful learning I got was simple lang. Napaka simple lang. Sabi niya, faith should be enjoyed, not endured. Tama? Faith should be enjoyed, not endured. Yung endure, hindi endure. Endured. Some of us kasi, they think that when they attend a gathering of, of God, na kailangan, sige, titiisin ko na lang hanggat matapos. Sige, let's just in, endure that. But if you're not having fun when you seek God, when you attend the feast, then you're, you're not tapping into the right source. You're not really tapping into the God, the giver of joy. Sabi kanina, the, G, Jesus was a party animal. Siya nagsisimula ng parties. When He came, talagang fiesta. And so, experience God's joy tonight as you come before Him. Amen? And experience God's joy in your life as you seek Him more. Amen? Let's give the Lord a round of applause. You are welcome here. Welcome to the feast, Maati Legaspi. Welcome to your Thursday habit. And welcome to a brand new series entitled Creed. Sabihin nyo ngayon. In this series, our one big message for this whole series is Believers are blessers. Sabihin yun. Look at the person beside you. Look towards that person. Tell that person. Assure that person. Preach to that person. It's time to believe again. Next. Mga nawala na ng pag-asa. Nawala na ng pananampalataya. This is the series that will reignite your faith if you just allow God to speak to you. Amen? Talk number one, which we begin tonight, is entitled Conviction. Say that. Conviction defined is simple. It's a firmly held belief or opinion. My conviction is this. So we're going to talk about conviction this whole night. Belief, opinion, view, thought, persuasion, stance. My one big message to you, I'll declare that later on, but let's start off by praying our favorite prayer here at the feast. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Together, today I receive all of God's love for me. Today, open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, open myself to God's word, so I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved, I'm God's servant, I'm God's powerful champion. Because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's honor God, lift your hands towards the Bible as we sing. Thank you. 
we want to find joy in your word again tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. My wife and I, we love traveling. We, because of my line of work, we get to travel abroad regularly for a conference. And we just love traveling. We love going to different places. Especially Europe. Gusto-gusto namin. Pangarap talaga namin nung bata kami makapag-Europe kami. And thank God for providing opportunities to make that happen. When we go abroad, we love seeing sights. We love seeing people. We love meeting new people. We love the encounters, the food, the the enjoyment, the, the, the culture. And sabi namin, sana ganito sa Pilipinas. Sana ganito ka-disiplinado, ganito ka-lamig, ganito ka-ganda, ganito ka-ideal. But after a while that we're abroad, sometimes we always catch ourselves. Alam mo, kahit gano'ng kaganda ang abroad, kahit gano'ng kaganda ang ibang bansa, there's still no place like home. Sometimes we forget that. Isip natin, the grass is always greener on the other side. So eventually we long for home, na kahit hindi ideal, yung nasa Maynila, nasa bahay natin, nasa Pilipinas natin, iba pa rin siya. We still have great things here. There's beauty in our people, in our culture, in our language, in the sights here. One of the things my wife and I appreciate when we're there is yung Tagalog. Minsan ang sarap kasi, minsan tinapabaliwala natin Tagalog kasi we like speaking Amer- Americano. But sometimes when we're abroad, ang sarap mag-Tagalog kasi hindi kami naitindihan ng mga katabi namin. Minsan nasa tour bus kami, pinag-usapan namin, grabe, ang may amoy yung paan niya. Hindi kami naitindihan. Pero minsan pag-uwi namin sa Pilipinas, sinasabi namin, ay, nandito na pala tayo. Naintindihan na tayo. Sadly, it's so easy to neglect what you got. Tama o tama? Minsan we keep saying, oh, mas maganda doon. Pero when you think about, oh nga, no, maganda pala yung meron ako. It's so easy to take the familiar for granted. It's so easy sometimes to so take the familiar for granted. Yung nandiyan lagi sa tabi mo, minsan, dati gusto-gusto siya, ngayon hindi na, kasi lagi siya nandiyan. Kaya nagkakaroon ng hashtag team Bea and hashtag kasi nagtitake for granted. Sometimes we forget that we're already blessed. Amen? If you'd only look at what you have, you'd appreciate what you have more. And sometimes it takes you to step back and look at it from afar, to say, oh nga, no? Ang ganda pala na meron ako. Whether it be your relationships, with your parents, minsan nakakainis na si mommy, si daddy. But when you leave for a while, you gotta miss them. Relationship with your siblings, with your spouse, with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your friends. You take it for granted because it's familiar, it's already there. Sometimes we take our jobs for granted. Hirap naman ang trabaho to. Hirap naman ang boss ko. But when you realize, oh nga no, it might not be ideal, but I actually, I'm still blessed here. And sometimes, we take our faith for granted. Amen? We gotta take our faith and appreciate our faith again. My message to you tonight, first of all, is appreciate your faith. Say that. Appreciate, let's see that side. Appreciate your faith. Because even our faith, minsan nakakalimutan na natin. We say the Apostles' Creed every Sunday, every time we pray the Rosary. Pero minsan nakakalimutan na natin, hindi natin nakikita, ang ganda pala ng Apostles' Creed, ang ganda pala na declare natin every Sunday. We forget that. We forget its beauty. We forget what it 
provides us. And so this creed series is designed to help you remember and appreciate what you got. Amen? And we'll do that by learning more about it. We will dive deep into the creed for the next four weeks, but we will do it feast style, the very intellectual, but very exciting, very modern, very inspiring. Information increases appreciation. Amen? If you get to learn more about that, you oh nga, no, kaya pala ganyan yung creed. It's because of this. And when I see that, oh nga, ganda pala ng creed natin. Amen? So commit to listen and grow your faith. My verse for you is from Romans 10, 17. Let's read this together. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. Say hearing. To have faith, study, hear, listen more about it. And when you hear it, let it grow you. Let it reignite you. Let it better you. And let it change you. Amen? Father, speak to us about this creed that we have known all our lives. Speak to us in a fresh way about it. So we can appreciate it and allow its wonders, its beauty to change our lives, our beliefs, and our outlook forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's lift our hands again. shout of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are here, and we are welcoming you here. Amen. Take your seats, everyone. Thank you, Tito. Adrian, thank you, worship team. Tell the person beside you, I'm excited to journey through a new series with you. We were here last week or last few last few weeks about burnout series. Hindi na burnout, burnt out, burned out. That's a, that was an amazing series. This series tonight is which we start tonight is entitled Creed, and we're gonna talk about yeah the Apostles Creed. Some people may say nako napaka intellectual masyado yan, napaka boring ano ba relevance nito? But sabi mo sa kadayo, but wait, there's more. We're going to invite you to look again at your creed, so to heed your creed, and you're blessed, and you be blessed by it again. Amen? We're going to go deeper, and, and at this feast, we're going to deep, dive deeper into this beautiful message. Usually, ang feast, talking about relevant things that we think, burnout, ang ganang topic, ang dami nagatin. Ito pag-creed na ko, baka na-attendan ko na sa catechism school nung class ko. But I assure you, hold on to your seats topic is going to blow you away. And ang goal ko, honestly, ang goal ko is that when you re- recite the creed, you will recite it with new fervor, with new understanding. Say, oh nga, no? Very relevant pala sa buhay ko. Itong dinadasal ko every time. Amen? My question to you is, do you cherish your creed? Or, I believe in God, parang I take care of heaven, or I believe in Jesus Christ. Nakakalimutan natin, re-recite na lang natin. When you recite the Apostles' Creed every Sunday, does it have an impact in your life? Does it change the way you look at what's going to happen on Monday? Does it change your tomorrow? 
or is it monotonous and typical na na parang sige tapusin na natin kasi may scene na ng after this movie after this ano manonood na kami sa kakain na kami ng pagkain namin if you really heeded your creed you'll be so enriched by your declaration because the creed is not a recitation of facts it's a conviction it's a declaration it's a prayer and it's a very powerful prayer it's a declaration of what you believe in some of you have attended last year we had the same talk not same but similar talk who was here last year who attended the, the i believe series meron ba wala good so this is first new for you but even if you attended last year this is a new take on the creed and so this will bless you my one big message for this series for you or for this talk tonight is i'm a believer declare that then i saw your face now i'm a believer i'm a believer amen we're going to declare that for the next four weeks we're going to work on our core beliefs as jesus followers we're going to dive deep into our creed the core beliefs that are stated in our ancient creeds we're going to exam- extract and examine three special gifts that our creed gives us how many first gift and that's talk one it's the gift of conviction say conviction through tonight's talk you will learn that the creed defines who you are talk two we're gonna get the gift of communion say communion talk two will teach us that the creed defines where you belong and talk three is entitled it's that's the gift of commission say that and in talk to you the creed defines how you live so tell the person beside you dragons begin some may say some may say brother to why the creed again i've attended my catechism classes i've grown up in catholic schools i've heard about the apostles creed di ba old and boring ano bang relevance niyan sa pinagdadaanan ni julia at saka ni bea ano relevance niyan sa pinagdadaanan ko sa opisina ko sa school ko how can that ancient text change my outlook in life my answer is it can it will change everything if you allow this message just to speak to your heart because the first gift of the creed is the gift of conviction say that again the creed again defines who you are who you are <laughs> who are you the creed will define that if you really believe what you professed every mass time you live differently if you don't just allow it to pass through your lips monotonously but if you pray that every time you live differently because belief affects or beliefs impact behavior say that that's why beliefs are important because what you believe that's how you will act belief beliefs impact behavior for example my grandfather my dad's father was once upon a time an associate justice on the supreme court so he reached that position in his in his lifetime and one of the i thank god he's one of the noblest public servants out there he tipong nagching judge justice rather na nagtataxi ay nagpo-commute nagta-tricycle hindi siya he doesn't receive anything from anyone who's offering he's just really that straight as a as a public official then i remember whenever i i enter as a young kid cute kid pagpapasok ako sa Supreme Court 
Dinediretso ako sa guards. Walang problema. Hindi ako sinisita, hindi ako kinakapkapan. Once they know that I declare ako po anak ni justice, blank, blank. Sir, pasok. I believed I was somebody because I belonged and I was a family and a grandson to my grandfather. Beliefs impact behavior. And once you believe on who something that you are, that will change how you act. Amen? Tell the person beside you again, time to believe again. Our key passage for tonight is from Romans. Let's read this together. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Who believes, who among here believes that Jesus is Lord? Raise your hands. Praise. Who among you believe that Jesus is your Lord? Raise your hands. Do you believe that he is Lord of all? Of everything? That siya yung pinakapinuno ng lahat? I shared to most of you the reason kung bakit ako nag-attend ng prayer meeting. It was 32 years ago. My dad attended the first his first prayer meeting in San Miguel Auditorium, which is now Enterprise Tower. He attended a prayer meeting then. I was 12 years old. I never told you why we attended. The reason we attended that prayer meeting was because weeks before that, my sister, Mara, who was 9 at the time, I was 12, my sister Mara, who led worship last week, she, kasi may bukid kami sa Laguna. The Relovas are from Laguna. Tapos we, in the bukid, there's a, actually poultry siya. So may, may chicken houses, etc. May gardens, etc. There was an incident in my sister's life that changed our family forever. One, one day, she was playing along the garden at meron doon, ganito, ano to? Luno sa punso. Ano yun? Ano laman nun? Ants. <laughs> Duende. Pinoy, you know that? You know that? Alam niyo yun, di ba? Luno sa punso. Ano sabi? Pag dumadaan sa gano'n, ano sabihin mo? <laughs> Tabi-tabi po. The beliefs of our of our culture or heritage is may duende doon. Kahit alam natin, well, logically, alam natin ano yun, um, langgam or anay or whatever. Pero in our culture, alam natin may duende doon. What happened, I cannot explain this, but what happened is my, my sister Mara was playing there and if after that, she started having nightmares. At night, kasi lalo na doon, medyo hindi pa high-tech, wala pang internet sa Sa, sa probinsya, it's just like nakaka-depressed na yellow light. Tapos yung parang sobrang nakakalungkot. Tapos eerie. Every night she'd wake up with screaming, cursing, shouting, terrified. Pawis-pawis. And it did happen oftentimes when we were there. And my parents were fr- afraid. Naku, ano na, nat- nanuno sa punso to or ganon. 
Kala namin, it happened only when we were in, in Laguna because we were there on, on weekends. Weekdays, my dad, my parents had work. We had school. But eventually, nagbiyay si Nuno. Nasa Manila kami. She'd also do that. She'd wake up screaming, afraid, terrified. My parents didn't know what to do. But they did something that someone advised them. Punta kayon sa magtata o magtatawas. And typically, nag-check siya, nagtatawas siya. We, we didn't know anything. We weren't in community. We weren't attending the prayer meeting. Nag-check siya, naglagyan ng kandilas sa tubig. Tapos, uy, shape ng mama. Nuno sa punso. Ito yung mama na nag-ano sa'yo. Na nag-terrorize sa'yo. So we didn't know what to do. They Even the magtataho, uh, magtatawas didn't know what to do. So we, we, we kept on praying na lang. Our father tried praying the rosary with our small belief, etc. It didn't really work. Then my dad got an invitation that there was a prayer meeting in his building. And he attended his first prayer meeting there. The week after, he brought the whole family there and said, pagdasal natin kasi meron sa prayer meeting, nagpa-pray over. So he brought the whole family there. And the, I remember vividly, it was the sister of Brother Bo Sanchez, Tita Shell Crisanto, who prayed over my sister. And after months of terrorized dreams, months of anguish, right after she prayed over my sister, the nightmares were gone. The nightmares vanished. That was the reason why we came to God. So in my mind, salamat Panginoon na nangyari sa pamilya namin yun. Because if that did not happen to lead us to God, then we would not be here right now. Then you would not be here right now. But the question remains, pag nagde-declare ba tayong, I believe in God, the Father Almighty? Do we think that God is more powerful than any spiritual beings? Or pag dumadaan pa rin tayo sa ganun, tabi-tabi po, wala naman mawawala eh. Naniniwala naman sa Diyos, pero sige, baka may duwende, baka maduwende ako. Do you believe that God is more powerful than ghosts, than goblins, than spirits? Or you think, nako, sige, wag na lang. I remember growing up, I grew up in my grandparents' house. Yung mga tipong old, old house. Na may old, old clock. There are times I'd go home late at night and marinig ko yung clock. Ding! When I started attending prayer meeting, wala na akong takot. Because I knew that my God was more powerful than any entity, kung meron man o wala, in the world. So ang tanong sa inyo, when you declare, I believe in God, Almighty, do you think that He's really Almighty? Or medyo, sige, kasi Almighty si God, pero iba to. Sige, makikinig ako sa horoscope kasi wala nang mawawala eh. I'll put my faith in fortunes that the horoscope will tell me. Or, do you fear ghosts, goblins, or do you fear God more? I think God's more powerful. Mas natatakot ka ba sa mga nangolekta ng utang mo? Sa mga kalaban mo? Sa mga bashers mo? Or alam mo, mas powerful si God doon? Brother Bo would tell us a story. He would go to a place in Baguio before, and reputed na haunted house yung place, na ang dami naglalakad sa gabi, ang daming makinakalagad na natunog, tapos may bata, hee hee Brother Bo, others wouldn't sleep there, but Brother Bo would just say, he'd pray for that. Lord, give me a brief, restful night. You are more powerful. I believe in God, the Father Almighty. And he'd have a restful night there. Kahit maraming tao ayaw doon. 
So check again. How is your belief? Do you really believe in God? Do you really believe He's more powerful? Because your beliefs will impact your behavior. Amen? Declare that again. I'm a believer. And starting tonight, I'm going to believe in God Almighty. Let's give her a round of applause. God is more powerful than any demon, any ghost, any spirit, any entity. Amen? God is more powerful than any sickness, any struggle, any problem that you're undergoing. Amen? God is more powerful than your enemies, your mga naghahabol sa'yo, mga kinakatakutan mo. And if you just trust in God, you will be able to live in peace, knowing that He's more powerful and that He has you safe in His hands. Amen? Let's study the creed deeper. As Catholics, we're familiar with two creeds. The Apostles' Creed, say Apostles' Creed, and the Nicene Creed, say Nicene Creed. Just to dif- differentiate, yung Apostles' Creed, sinasabi natin siya pag nagdadasal tayo ng rosary, pag nagdadasal tayo ng magnagbabaptize ng babies, nagre-renew ng baptismal vows, Apostles' Creed ginagamit natin. The Apostles' Creed is, if you remember ito, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, only, His only Son, etc. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, etc. Nicene Creed, on the other hand, is what we use nowadays sa Sunday Mass. Napansin nyo? Nagbago na yung Sunday Mass natin. Alam ko, na-memorize natin Apostles' Creed. Ngayon, Nicene Creed na ginagamit natin. Mas mahaba siya. We believe in God, the Almighty, Maker, Heaven, and Earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in our Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God. And fast forward, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. So there are two creeds that we use, Apostles and Nicene. Now, if you would notice, the creed, yung mga salita ng creed, wala sa Bible siya. Walang Bible verse ako mabibigay na nandito yung Apostles' Creed. But the truths of the creed are in the truths of the Bible. In-extract dun. Note, Apostles' Creed, it took more than 200 years to create the Apostles' Creed. Nicene Creed, it took more than 400 years. And, and the, many church councils debated to come up with those creeds. Hindi siya madali, nagaling langit na ito. Download nyo. I-copy-paste nyo. It took many church councils to, to study this declaration of faith. Ang tanong, Lord, bakit naman kailangan ganong kahirap, ganong katagal para gawin ang napaka-importante parte ng buhay natin? The answer is because of, of this, and I'll explain it. From that long process and from that use of human beings to come up with that, we get four spiritual principles from this historical truth. Principle number one. Let's read this together. God works through patience. Say patience. It took centuries for our faith to be defined by our creeds. Centuries. Ang tagal ng century. In the New Testament, we find simple creeds or confessions. Nagsimula sa Gospels pa lang meron na. In the, that the early Christians used. Example, in the Gospels, when Jesus asked his apostles, Who do you say I am? Peter answered with a creed. Sagot ni Peter kay Jesus, You 
are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. That's a creed. That's a declaration. That's a conviction. Next, when Jesus appeared to Doubting Thomas after he resurrected and Doubting Thomas put his finger in Jesus' side to prove that he was the Lord, Thomas declared and believed his creed. Sabi ni Thomas, my Lord and my God. The epistles by Paul already had confessions, already had the creed. A little trivia, ang epistles were written first before the gospels. Ah, di ba sa New Testament, gospels muna. Nauna yung epistles before the gospels in chronological writing. Pero syempre, we rearrange to make it more um, chronological. Anyway, the earliest creed that then, then came from the epistles since they were written first. And it was from the Paul's letter to the Romans. And that's what we read a while ago. Let's read that again. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. May creed na pala dati in different forms. And finally, from the letter of John, let's read this. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. So may mini creeds na before. Epistles, Gospels, etc. Pero walang consolidated creed. Just to give you a history lesson because it's very important that we learn our history. As the church grew, they needed to give guides to the newbies, to mga noobs, to tell them and guide them on how they could live their faith out. So this forced the church to define their beliefs and create longer faith statements. The early creeds, again, were short. But as the years went by, our faith declarations needed to be more detailed. There were five more, most popular creeds. These are the five. The Apostles' Creed, the Creed of Nicaea, the Nicene Creed, the Chalcedonian Creed, and the Athanasius Creed. The Assassin's Creed was not written yet at that time. Alam niyo na. Wala pa nun. Again, it took centuries if you just look at the timeline. Hindi ganun kabilis, hindi agad-agad umupo si Pedro ng sulat ng creed. Tapos yun yung ginamit ng church. It took centuries, say centuries, to define this most important declaration of our faith. To create our creed. You know why? Ask me why. Because God is patient. God is patient. He doesn't rush things that are important. God is never in a hurry. Declare that. Especially for things that matter most. We are always in a hurry. We are always rushing. Lord, yung dream ko. Lord, yung ovaries ko. Tumatanda na. But wala pa rin yung love life ko. 31 na ako, Lord. Grabe naman. Lord, my dream, of my dream house, I haven't gotten it yet. We're always rushing. God is never in a hurry. God is patient, especially for things that He needs to grow more. Most of you know, I've, I've been working out. It's a month now of faithfully doing it. And gusto ko man mandaliin yun. Gusto ko man sabihin, pwede bang pagpasok ko sa isang machine, paglabas ko, wow. Jason Statham na, pero may buhok. Actually, itong polo, dati hindi ko nasusote. Dati may third eye ako. Pag sinusot ko ito, lumalabas yung third eye ko. Ngayon, kasha na. <laughs> but I'd love 
to have that opportunity sana that when you enter something, when you take a pill, instantly, wow, six-pack abs, eight-pack. But God is never in a hurry. There are things that you have to take time to build to make it last and more effective. Working out, building your career, building your relationships, building your life takes time. And so God is never in a hurry. Amen? If you're waiting for something, if you've been praying for something and you're impatient and it's taking long, declare this. It will come in God's perfect time. He will come in God's perfect time. She will come in God's perfect time. That dream will come in God's perfect time. That house and that will come. That promotion will come. That PO will come. That Increase will come in God's perfect time. Tell the person beside you, just wait. There's more. Sabi mo sa nagsabi sa'yo, sabi mo, trust this timing. Can we give a little round of applause? So it took centuries for the creed to be created because it's very important and God is, in, God is patient. Second spiritual principle we learned in how this creed was created is God works through problems. In the early church, there were many religious religious teachers who taught the strangest things. I said, Wild Wild West, it was something new. Jesus, wow, we learned about that. So there were deep, different teachers who tried to explain the faith on their own. And so a lot of problems were created in the church. There were different versions and interpretations of their faith that came out. For example, in 180 AD in Rome, Martian, say Martian, he thought that Jesus was sent down to earth not by the creator God of the Jews, but by a higher deity. In short, dalawang gods ang akala niya. May senior God at may junior God. Simply because parang iba yung God sa Old Testament at iba yung sa New Testament. Kasi yung God sa Old Testament, napakasalbahing God. He punishes he floods people. He kills. Dito sa New Testament, wow, love, forgiveness, kindness, turn the other cheek. So si Marshawn, isip niya, baka iba yung gods talaga, baka dalawa. And he also thought na si Jesus ang dumating, hindi siya totoong tao, hologram siya. Parang siyang si Vision. Hindi siya totoo, kaya walang resurrection kasi hindi totoo siya. Because of this, there, he created the Martianism. It's a new belief system. So church fathers at the time, church fathers like Irenaeus, Tertullian, and Ephanatius denounced this religious teacher and said, Nako, what he's describing is false. Let's not believe that. There were seven popular heresies or disbelieving concepts at that time. This is one. I'll give the other six. The next heresy is Arius. Sabihin niyo Arius. Sa Arius, si Arius naman, ang tinuro niya, Jesus was just a created being. And this heresy called Arianism became very big. We actually know this religion. You find this belief in some non-Catholic churches to today that Jesus wasn't re- was really just created like us. Next, Docetism. Say Docetism. This was developed by the Gnostics. And this was thought that the body of Jesus is just an illusion. Parang hologram talaga si Jesus. 
The next was Nestorius, St. Nestorius. This gave birth to the Nestorianism. This system or this religion or this belief taught that there were two Jesuses, one in heaven and one on earth. So next was Mani, St. Mani. Tinuro to yung boxing. Manichaeism taught that, there, that good and evil are equally powerful and all material things are evil, known as Manichaeism. And next is Antionism, Antinomianism. This heresy taught that because of grace, we no longer bound by the, no, by the moral law. Because God forgave us, we can sin and sin and sin and okay na tayo. Finally, the last heresy was Pelagius. Say Pelagius. This heresy taught that we can choose to do good without God's help. And this is called Pelag, Pelagianism. Actually, the eighth heresy, Toism. Ang turo sa Toism na thou shall not eat sinigang. Sorry, I am the only Filipino that does not like sinigang. Totoo po yun. Hindi ko ako makain ng sinigang. So yun ang paniniwala ng kulto ko. Yung mga followers ko, hindi talaga ako makain ng sinigang. Anyway, about all these false teachings, Peter says this in his letter. Let's read this. False prophets appeared in the past among the people, and in the same way, false teachers will appear among you. They will bring in destructive, untrue doctrines and will deny the master who redeemed them. And so they will bring upon themselves sudden destruction. Daming problems sa church dati, no? Daming problems and daming false beliefs that had to be dispelled and, and refuted. In response to all these strange beliefs, the early Catholic church, the church fathers, were forced to create the creeds. Because they needed to create a document or a belief system that Catholics would declare Ito ang paniniwala namin, hindi itong pito. They were compelled to define, defend, and declare it's our, our core beliefs. The thing is, without these heresies, these problems, we would not have our creeds today. Buti palalaka problema dati. Kasi if they did not come out, we would not have our beautiful creeds today. Tell the person beside you, may purpose pala problem ang pinagdadaanan mo. Romans 8, 28, our favorite verse says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. If you're in chaos now, kung may problema kayo, may pinagdadaanan ka ngayon, if you're struggling right now, if you're impatient now, and you can't seem to see a solution ahead, para nasa tunnel ka na walang end ng tunnel, madilim lang, just look as a tip. If you look in your past, be reminded that once upon a time, you had problems that you overcame. You had problems that made you better now. Para sa video games lang yun eh. Ang pinagdadaan mo level ngayon ay nadaanan mo kasi gumaling ka sa dati mong level. You got the skills to lead you to this level. So if you're doubting, Lord, can you solve this problem? I don't see a solution. Remember and recall the time that you had a similar problem in the past. And God helped you then and made you a better person then. And that may that give you hope now that what
through right now will make you even better. Amen? God will work through our chaos. Declare that. So whatever chaos you're in right now, God can work through that. And just like the church, out of your chaos, your creed will emerge. As the chaos of the church, a creed emerged, out of your chaos, your new belief system, your new declaration can emerge. Repeat this and shout this to the person to your right. Para mabingi right ear na. Again, left ear pala. God will work through your chaos. Can we give it a round of applause? The third spiritual principle that we can get from this process of creating the creed is, let's declare this, God works through people. Say that. Mind blown. Again, why did God rely on faulty, fumbling people to do such an important faith document that would change his church? Why doesn't God just hand down through grab angel? deliver dyan. Yung creed niya, written form na, wala nang pagkakamali, word for word. Napaka-importante. It's, if it's that important, why trust humans who are very faulty? Are there any parents in the audience? Please raise your hands if you're parents. Harapan natin ang parents. Tanong sa mga magulang. Uy, si Pee-wee. Tanong sa mga magulang. When you cook, when you clean the house, when you do chores, mas madali bang gawin yon mag-isa o kasama yung mga anak mo ng mga mga bata pa when they were like four, two to four to five. Mas madali pag mag-isa. Kasi pagkasama yung anak, yes, magulo. My sister, Mara, her husband's name is Sam and their daughter was, uh, their daughter's name is Rafi. There's a picture of them. Sam loves gardening he loves planting, making trees, um, trees, planting, etc. Planting forests. And Sam would love gardening, but he knows it's so much easier to garden alone. But Rafi, the very cute and beautiful girl that I love, who's now six, would join him and say, Daddy, I want to join, I want to join. Can I help you plant? Makita mo, medyo malinis ba? It would take longer to accomplish that chore, that task. When a, your, a child participates, it takes 10 times longer. It's 10 times messier. And sometimes, for example, you're cooking. Gusto magluto ng sinigang. I don't know why. But if you cook sinigang, mas madali ikaw na lang. Pero pag ang anak mo, Daddy, sama ako. Mommy, sama ako. Ang kalat. Tsaka hindi na, iba na lasa. But parents would still love to involve their children in the process. Because it's not just about the output. It's about the relationship and the bonding you create when you do something. Amen? No matter how longer it takes, how much longer it takes, no, ma- no matter how messy it becomes, Sam loves seeing Rafi smile at the end of the process when Rafi says, that was me, Daddy. I helped you out. These plants will grow because of us. That's the same reason why God relies on human beings to create and build His kingdom. He wants us to be involved. It may be messier. It may take longer. But 
everyone's happier, especially the people he builds with him. All throughout the Bible, God works with people. If you see different Bible books, different Bible stories, God uses kings, prophets, apostles, teachers of the law, simple people, rich people, etc. And these people of the Bible acted like little kids. Daddy, sali ako. Daddy, gawin ko yan. They acted like little kids, but yet God loved using them and involving them. Say involving. Despite them being fumbling and stumbling nincompoops, He used their thoughts, their emotions, their biases, their backgrounds, their arguments, and even their failures to craft the creed. Because at the end of the day, God loves seeing His children build things with them. With His guidance, but with them in the process. Amen? God can afford to trust in people, even if we're imperfect, because God believes in you. Can you say that? God believes in you. If you don't believe in you, you got somebody at least who does, and that's God. If you don't believe you can create something good out of your life, out of your situation, out of your marriage, out of your career, out of your future, God is the first to say, ako, ako po. I believe in you, child. You can do something with that. I will involve you in the process. I will guide you. God involves us. Tell the person beside you, you're worth believing in. Whether it's building God's kingdom or building a good life, God wants to say, Anak, let's do this together. Let's build your dream together. I will not give you a dream that's from heaven, boom, yana. But I will train you, I will guide you, I will lead you so that you build it and I will guide you and you will build it, not just getting the output, but building you so that you become better as you receive that gift. Amen? God believes in you. And this is the last message before we pray. God believes in you. Amen? You can do it with God guiding you. Amen? Can we stand? Can I call the team on stage? principles that we did did we go through? Three? Sabi ko four, di ba? The fourth spiritual principle that we get from the crafting of the creed is simply God works through professions. Say professions. When I say professions, I don't mean jobs or careers. I mean profess. The key word is, the, the root word is profess. Declarations. God works through statements, through declarations, through convictions. God wants to use your mouth. Say that. Creeds are confessions. Not confessions, confessionable, but confession. You confess. Creeds are declarations. Creeds are verbally declarations.
verbally shouted. In our key verse, let's read it again. Paul mentions the mouth, the word mouth, twice. And when you do something twice in the Bible, it means it's that important. And I emphasized it by italicizing it a bit. Declare it again. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. And the person beside you, use your mouth. The irony of it all is every nanosecond of our lives, trillions of words are flung at us from media, from social media, from the person beside us. We get words declared at us every time. And because of a tsunami of texts around us, we think sometimes, words, words, they don't mean a thing. Words doesn't affect us. But that's not true. Words create worlds. Say that. What you declare can come into being. So be careful on what your words declares. In Genesis, God didn't create the stars, the planets, the oceans, the mountains with his hands. In Genesis, it says, He spoke them into being. Let there be light. Let there be the stars in the heavens, the oceans on the earth. Let the oceans separate and the land come forth. Human beings incarnate in God with his hands. But everything else he spoke. And when God used his words, his words created worlds. You are in God's image. And in the same way, what you speak to creates things. We too can speak things into being. Amen? When you wake up in the morning, what do you hear your words say? Or what do you hear yourself say through your words? We set na araw to. Lunes na naman. Traffic na naman. Kasi yung provincial bus nilagay dito. Bea, ba't ganun ka? Mas pangit siguro tong araw na to kasi kapon walang ipapangit pero sa tingin ko ngayong araw mas pangit. What do you catch yourself saying? And sometimes what do you catch other people saying to you as well? And what do you say to others? Ang pangit mo ngayon, bad breath ka today ah. What do your words create? What worlds do your words create? Because sometimes we groan, we moan, we grumble, we mumble with our words. And when that is the content of our words, don't expect a positive life from a negative mindset. But if the opposite happens, pala, and when you wake up in the morning, you declare, this is the day my God has made. I believe in God. And my Almighty God will declare and create a beautiful day for me. When you wake up with those words, something activates. It's a prayer that you reach, that you throw to heaven. Lord, 
Even if not, you don't say it as a prayer, it is a prayer. This is an amazing day. People will turn in my favor today. My enemies will become kind today and I will make them my friends. Your faith statements are prayers that reach the heavens. So be careful with what you say because that can create either a beautiful world or a destructive world. God's blessings are like a torrential rain. I prepared this talk talaga, hindi ko alam ulam today. Pero sino sa inyo nabasa papunta dito? Raise your hands. Imagine that you're out in the rain and it's torrential. Talagang buhos, talagang tipong parang bata ka, sarap maligo sa torrential rain, pero pag nakabihis ka na pang office, hindi actually masarap. God's blessings fall on you like a blanket of rain. Blessings looking, but these blessings want to enter your life like the rain wants to enter. These blessings are looking for an opening in your life. They want to come in and contaminate your life. And by the words of our faith, we provide an opening for the blessings to come in. So change your speech starting tonight. Change your words, especially what you tell yourself. Because you're listening to yourself. What you declare, ikaw una makikinig. Ikaw una makakarinig. Change your vocabulary and declare, Lord, this is a beautiful day. This is the day God has made. This is the day that blessings will flow. Rain or shine, it's blessing time. So declare your creed with conviction. Every time you wake up in the morning, every time you want to remind yourself of there's good in this world and that your life will be better. Declare to the world and to your problems and to your life that I'm a believer. And as we pray tonight, declare it again. I'm a believer. And because I believe, I can fully live. Let's declare our creed. We're going to pray our creed as we start this prayer time. And allow God just to work in us. And my prayer is every week that we do this, May your declarations be more beautiful, more meaningful. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's declare, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, the only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the God, Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Father, Thank you, God, for the gift of the creed. We pray, Lord, that starting tonight, we will have newfound love for this conviction in our hearts. We will declare that you are more powerful than anything in our lives. That no amount of waiting will destroy us. No amount of problems will weaken us. We will trust in your timing, in your solutions. And amidst our chaos, we will trust in you because we believe that we are your children. And we are precious in your eyes. In Jesus' name, 
Thank you for listening to the Feast Makati Legaspi podcast. Join us next Thursday at 7.30 for another inspirational talk. Connect with us online at www.feastmakarilegaspi.com.